Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for March 27th, 2021. It's the birthday of American composer, arranger, and pianist, Ferdy Grofay, born on this day in 1892, New York City. I had a lot to choose from today, including Quentin Tarantino, Sarah Vaughn, and even Typhoid Mary. But, you know, I thought, I bet not a lot of folks have heard of Ferdy Grofay. Grofay was born into four generations worth of classical musicians. His father was a baritone, his mother was a professional cellist and music teacher, his grandfather was a cellist with the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra, and his uncle, Julius Bierlich, was first violin and concertmaster of the Los Angeles Symphony. At age seven, Grofay's father died, after which his mother took Ferdy abroad to study piano, viola, and composition in Leipzig, Germany. Upon their return to the States, Grofay's mother remarried, and at the age of 14, Ferdy ran away from home after his stepfather refused to let him quit school. Grofay, an indifferent student, instead spent his time learning a variety of band instruments, worked odd jobs, and composed at night. Ferdy became proficient on a wide range of instruments, including piano, violin, viola, baritone horn, alto horn, and cornet. His command of musical instruments and composition gave Grofay the foundation to become first an arranger of other composers' music, and then a composer in his own right. From 1920 to 1930, Grofay was pianist and chief arranger for the Paul Whiteman Orchestra, and it was during this tenure that Grofay made hundreds of arrangements of popular songs, Broadway show music, and tunes of all types for Whiteman. Grofay's most memorable arrangement from this period is of George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. Grofay took what Gershwin had written for two pianos and orchestrated it for jazz orchestra, transforming Gershwin's music canvas with the colors and many of the creative touches for which it is so well known. He went on to create two more arrangements of the piece in later years, and in fact, it is Grofay's 1942 orchestration for full orchestra of Rhapsody that is the one most frequently heard today. In addition to being an arranger, Grofay was also a fine composer in his own right. While still with Whiteman, in 1925, Grofay wrote Mississippi Suite, which Whiteman recorded in shortened format in 1927. He wrote a number of other pieces, including a theme for the New York World's Fair of 1939, and suites for Niagara Falls and the Hudson River. Possibly as a result of his World's Fair theme, the 13th of October of 1940 was designated Ferdy Grofay Day at the American Pavilion of the World's Fair. Grofay conducted his Niagara Falls suite as part of the ceremony marking the opening of the first stage of the Niagara Falls Power Generation Project. Other notable compositions by Grofay were the Death Valley Suite and a music production about Mark Twain. The Death Valley Suite is a short symphonic suite written by Grofay in 1949, depicting the westward travels of pioneers through the harsh lands of Death Valley in California. 
Grofe was commissioned by the Death Valley 49ers, a nonprofit organization devoted to preserving pioneering and mining history of the Death Valley region, encompassing Death Valley National Monument, now Death Valley National Park, and the surrounding area. The composition and music was part of a pageant performed on December 3rd of 1949, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the 49ers who came by way of Death Valley in search of gold and other riches. Celebrating the 100th anniversary of the 49ers who came by way of Death Valley in search of gold and other riches, and in celebration of the California State Centennial. The 1949 pageant setting was outdoors at Desolation Canyon in Death Valley. Grofe was the conductor, and actor James Stewart was the narrator. Grofe, however, is best known for his composition of The Grand Canyon Suite, a work regarded highly enough to be recorded for the RCA Victor with the NBC Symphony, conducted by Arturo Toscanini in Carnegie Hall. Grofe first arrived at the Grand Canyon in 1916. He recalled that he had arrived at the Grand Canyon at night and set up camp so that his first experience of it would come at the next sunrise. He remembered the experience distinctly many years later, saying, I was spellbound by the silence, but then, as it got lighter and brighter, you could hear the birds chirping and nature coming to life. All of a sudden, bingo! There was the sun. I could hardly describe it in words. Written in five movements entitled Sunrise, Painted Desert, On the Trail, Sunset, and Cloudburst, the Grand Canyon Suite has been called a symphonic poem or a musical work meant to convey a literary story. For instance, On the Trail, perhaps the best known of the movements, tells the story of a cowboy on a burrow descending a trail into the canyon. Along the way, listeners hear him pass a waterfall, stop at a cabin with a music box to rest, and then continue on down the trail at a livelier pace. In 1955, the Walt Disney Company produced an Academy Award-winning short film entitled Grand Canyon that was a pictorial interpretation of Ferdy Grofe's Grand Canyon Suite. The film had no plot or dialogue, just three movements of the suite playing in the background. It was shown to audiences who came to see Sleeping Beauty during its initial big-screen release, and today is included with the DVD re-release of that film, which means The Grand Canyon and Grofe's musical interpretation of it are constantly being introduced to new generations. The Grand Canyon Suite has been a favorite in my family for four generations. I now play it in our house from time to time, so make that five generations. Not everybody appreciated Grofe's flowery arrangements, excessive instrumentation, or over-sentimentality. All I can say is there's no accounting for taste. The next time you have a moment to breathe, do yourself a favor. Fill a spell of time with some of Ferdy Grofe. I promise you won't regret it. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.